The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dazinski, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome, everybody! Buddy, to the Art of Relationships radio show. This is your host, Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Detroit's Love Guru. Oh, my God, Master G. I have a bunch of them um, <laughs> that uh, people call me. Anyways, I'm a licensed, fully licensed uh, professional counselor in private practice here in downtown Detroit, which I love. Um Relationship sex specialists, okay? I also handle a lot of grief and loss, but majority of my practice is surrounded around my passion, and that is relationships, marriage, and sexual dynamics. Ooh. Tonight, we have a fun show for you this evening. I want to... Um, it's going to be about... A post on Facebook, actually, I saw earlier today, actually this evening, um, I was going to touch on another topic about um, women. Do you really enjoy men who are, what can we say, that are emotionally expressive? We talk about you know, women. I hear women in my session. I hear, you know, in my sessions, I should say, uh, students. I hear, you know, maybe in my social gatherings, if you will, women. You know what, Greg? I need a guy that's going to talk to me to open up, to be very expressive. But then when they have a guy um, that is open, expressive, expression, he loves her, thinks she's beautiful and all this, all of a sudden, she's bored, he's too nice, he's in the friend zone. And it's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, women, what the hell do you really want? And it's going to be, I'm hoping there's going to be a long-time listener of the show calling in. Um, I'm not going to uh, give that away yet. That is, uh, I'm a huge fan of hers. And very talented lady, artist, poet, uh, just remarkable talent. And I'm hoping she's going to be calling in. And we're going to be, as she put it, we are going to be going head to head um, and talking about this debate. Now, do women really want a guy that is emotionally expressive? The, baby, I love you. You're beautiful. You're hot. I want to taste you. Ooh, yeah, that's my line. Nobody steal it. Got it? No guys out there better steal my line without 
my express written consent. No, <laughs> no, you saw. Okay, so we're going to talk about, you know, do women really, you know, do women actually love emotionally expressive men? And if time permits, if not, we'll carry it on into next week, that I've been running into this a lot this week where, um, you know, friends, you know, this is a difficult subject because it happens often where, you know, you have a friend. This is, again, it's not gender specific. It cuts across both genders, male, female, doesn't matter. That, uh, you know, you have a friend recently divorced and all of a sudden wants you to join in the divorce life as well. And it's for their benefit. So, they're not alone, right? They're not left alone, being a lone divorcee. And all of a sudden, they want you, you know, you might, oh, when you start talking about, you know, oh, we had a fight, we had an argument. Oh, maybe you should get divorced. That was the best thing I can. And they want you to join in their divorce and their single life because they don't want to be alone, right? These people are very toxic, okay? They're very toxic to you. They're very toxic to your relationship. Good friends will have you, you know, they'll have you look at and try to talk talk you into, you know, working everything out, being happy and everything, okay? Um, they, they want you happy. They, the toxic people are the ones they want to pull you, oh, you should get divorced. We'll be partying. We'll be out. We'll be great. Don't have to deal with men or women's BS, whatever. Those toxic people you need to keep away from you and keep the people around you that want what's best for you, not for them in a selfish domain, okay? Um, so if we have enough time, we're going to get into that. But I want to hear from a lot of women today. And also, not only women, men. I want to hear from you and what your experiences have been. If you have been one of those emotionally expressive guys, I am as well. You know, I'm very emotionally expressive. If I feel something, I'm going to say it. You know, if I think it, I'm going to say it. You know what? You're hot. You're beautiful. You're sexy. Oh my God, I love you. Very it needs to be genuine. It needs to be heartfelt, or I'm not going to say it for one thing. And I do not advocate that for anybody else either. I don't want you just saying stuff to get in women's pants or ladies to get in the guy's pants. Yes, it does happen, ladies. <laughs> so I want you to be genuine. I want you to be sincere, of course, in these emotionally expressive attributes. Another aspect is, you know what? Do women get turned off by this? Do they think men are too wishy-washy, that they're too, let's face it, not man enough, that their man of card gets taken away because they're too emotionally expressive? This is very subjective in nature. Everybody's different. Every woman's different in what they want in... I'm hoping it's going to be an interesting discussion and an interesting debate, if you will, and what you want and hear different points of view. I was talking about me where I said, yeah, I'm very much into being emotionally expressive, and we're going to see what 
goes on, you know, what handles those situations as far as um, is your man not emotionally expressive enough or is that a huge turnoff? I want you to be able to hit on those, okay? And I want to hear your feedback. My number, you can give me a call, 313-614-9498. Again, 313-614-9498. Or you can join the conversation in the live chat, too, with the Spreaker app, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, um, or go to Spreaker.com, search for the Art of Relationships radio show, or even myself under my name, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I, first name Greg, G-R-E-G. So phone number again, 313-614-9498. And I'd love to hear your feedback on this, um, you know, I, I get a lot of women, you know, in sessions that, you know what, Greg, he doesn't ever express his affection. He doesn't give me compliments. He doesn't give me affirmations. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't show his feelings that much. But, oh, boy, when he wants sex, you know, he'll be saying, yeah, babe, want to do it? Oh, babe, you know, he'll start touching me, whatever. But outside of that, he is not emotionally expressive. Another aspect that I mention about me is, you know what, not only am I emotionally expressive, but I'm also going to speak my mind if ah, I feel disrespected, if I feel maybe not important for a while, not valued, right? Not desired. I'm going to speak my mind. If you disrespect me, annoy me, piss me off, I'm going to address that. I'm going to confront that in a respectful manner. Okay, I'm human. Most of the time, it's respectful. Um, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, it is. So um, I'm all about that, and I'm looking for, is that what women are looking for, that balance to be able to express themselves, express themselves sorry, emotionally, meaning more romantic, more confirma- um, affirmations, compliments, that they look beautiful. You look hot. You look sexy. Baby, I want to devour you. Ooh, baby, I want to freaking taste you all over. You're the love of my life, man. You're my soul. You're my everything. And are you okay expressing those aspects? You know what? Are you able to, you know, what do you want, women? <laughs> Plain and simple. What the hell do you want? You know, why do women chase? We've done this numerous times. Why do women chase the bad guys? They don't tell them. They don't give them compliments. They don't give them, you know, loving, emotional expressions, um, affirmations. They don't, nothing. But you women freaking love it. You crave it, babies, right? So, ooh, is it a challenge? And then once they start doing it, women, do you get bored? Do you get whatever? Do you get bored? Do you get complacent? Do you need to shake it up or whatever when a guy is openly expressing 
his love, his attraction to you, his desire and cravings for you? Or are you the type of woman that can never get enough of this? Okay. Um, I, I want to hear your insights and I want to hear what the heck's going on. Okay. I want to hear, you know, maybe what your friends are saying, what they're not saying. Okay. And we're going to get into this and hopefully have a special caller that's going to be calling in in a couple minutes. And I'm going to take just a real quick break and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Thanks. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show on the podcast. Come on.
Hey, baby, we're gonna be right back. Actually, we're live now. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. This is your host, Greg Dzinski, Detroit's love guru, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. Hopefully everybody is doing superb this Wednesday, hump night, and you can give us a call. 313-614-9490. And join us on the live chat as well. So again, phone number 313-614-9498. And we are talking about, first off, do women actually love emotionally expressive men, right? And we get into the situation. I talk about this with, you know, friends, students, you name it, where, you know, the guys sit there and they'll tell their, they're genuine, they're honest, you know, they'll tell their wives, girlfriend, you know what, you're beautiful, baby, I love you, I love kissing you, making love to you, ripping your clothes off, you know what, you're hot, I love the, you know, the sensuality of you, the silkiness of your skin. Oh, my God, I'm getting all worked up and all horny now. <laughs> and uh, the women, the, the guys are like, yeah, they're like, whatever. But they have a stranger or, you know, maybe a coworker. Oh, my God, you said I look beautiful today. Um, and we go from there. And I think we have a caller. Welcome. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome. Hello? Can you hear me? Hey, yeah, is this Greg? Yeah, it is, Greg. Oh, hey, Greg. My name's Chris. How are you this evening? Hey, Chris. We're doing pretty good. Trying to stay awake, but we're doing good. How are you? Where are you calling from, if you don't mind? You don't have to answer at all. No, that's fine. Um, I moved from Philly. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I moved for, for a job. Oh, well, not me. My wife did, and uh, and uh, so far everything's been working out. So trying to trying to trying to get the lay of the area, and um, you know we're we're on the internet, so we check out different different things, and we came across your show, and so oh. we've been listening the past the past week or so, and I. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pretty interested. I like your show. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you don't have uh, kids listening too much, Chris. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Obviously, the kids um, <laughs> are well. They're in bed when 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 we're there. Cool. Sometimes uh, I can get a little. I'm quite on. Professional, if you will, even uh, a very compassionate <laughs> um, and very you know professional, empathetic with clients as well. But I'm I'm real. I'm down to earth. I'm not the textbook um, type of therapist, if you will. So, what insights do you have? Well, that's and I got the feeling from listening to your show about that. Um, so, but I'm calling because, and I, in some ways, I'm embarrassed, but. No, that's okay, I, you've man. You've been so, you've been so open and honest. Um, I I figured you'd be an easy person to come to and talk to about. Um, and it's about I've been I've been, I'll just be out up upfront. I've been asking my wife to cuckold me. Are you? I'm, I'm assuming you're familiar with this. Yes, I and, am. All right. So, 
is this something that is common? Am I a, or is this a very deviant type of act? No, it, it's not that much of a, a deviant aspects whatsoever. And we want to look at, um, now, anything that goes into a deviant aspect, and you might want to, what, to, to the listeners, I, I want to expect, you know, respect your privacy and everything. To the listeners, you want to explain exactly what you are wanting your wife to do. That don't, they're you not familiar me? with this. Okay, you want me to explain it? Please, that'd be great. So basically, I have been asking my wife uh, what she, what her thoughts are, um, and my interest in basically seeing a man with a much, uh, with who is very well endowed, right, in the, in the you know those regions, um, and and to watch her. Um, have sex with him while I'm, you know, just watching in the corner or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and it, I, I don't know. I, 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 I tend to been kind of pointing toward, like we've been looking at, um, like a couple black men that she works with, and I've been asking her, well, hey, do you want to talk with them, or you know, basically go in that direction. Now, are you assuming that all black men are hung? They're not. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not assuming, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking percentage-wise that maybe they're more apt to be larger than the... I'm white. I'm yeah. White. Okay. So, uh, so I'm white, too. Okay. I tell people yeah. I'm very average, and believe it or not, a lot of... Um, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago and maybe longer ago. Um, the average, believe it or not, erect is 5.2 inches. Um, believe it or not, that is it. So it could be, does it, because you're looking at, a, say, a black man, because you think he might be more well-endowed than a white guy, that might not always be the case. Would you prefer that she is with a black guy or a white guy? Or is the big aspect well, that he is I, hung? I think, no, I think, that, yes. I think the biggest thing is that he's hung. But I'm, I'm, I guess maybe it's just, you know, who, you know, what you see in TV or what you hear, what you read about. Sure. You know, it's almost like I always hear about black men just having, like, kind of huge rigs. Right. Yeah, right. I know, damn it, our, us white guys got chipped. <laughs> but, but that's not always, you know what, that's not always the case. Now, I want to know, what, what would get you off um, watching your wife being pleased like that? I want to know where the excitement is for you. Well, basically, the excitement would be like when she's in the bed and just seeing her eyes roll into the back of her head as she just takes him all in. Okay, cool. Now, I'll be honest. I I know this. It's it's amazing just just to think about it. Now, have you thought about after the consequences, the emotional consequences and everything after the fact? If you did this and she was doing it, now what if your wife was doing it just for you 
and she really didn't want to do this, then what? Would you still be turned on, Chris? Well, no, I, I wouldn't be turned on to see my wife in distress because I'm a, I'm a loving, a loving husband. No, right. And, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even uh, continue with this idea. But she kind, of, when I asked her about it, she kind of fluffed it off. But then, you know, kind of jokes around. But then after she has a couple of drinks, she talks about maybe wanting, like to the true serum. Uh, yes. I, I want you, and I yeah. deal with a, a lot of couples, Chris, that um, in my office here in Detroit, I deal with a lot of couples that are in open relationships, open marriages that are uh, into the alternative lifestyle, swingers, bisexual couples. And I always get into the consequences after the fact. You might think it might be great, it might be awesome. If she's into it, then... So be it. That I'm all, you know, that's fine. I'm not one to say don't do this, don't do that. As long as you both are consent consensual. And but I also want you to look at the consequences, potential consequences. There might not be none. She might love it, you might love it. Terrific. But will jealousy set in? What happens um if say you love it, you want her to do it again, and she doesn't want to do it anymore, what happens then? And, and the thing is, I I don't. I mean, I don't want to throw. I I almost could. To be to be just blatantly honest, I want to see her with several men at the same time. I mean, getting full down nasty. Really? Just. Oh, yeah. So you want her yeah. to get basically gang-banged? Basically plugged, yes. Okay. And that's hot yeah, I mean, for you. What would, uh, just watching uh, her, just watching her be very pleasured that way? Just, just watching her, watching her moan and just seeing like a big, you know, white, black, just rod inside of her and just stretching her and Giving her everything. Now, if that gets you off, uh, I, I, well, I'm getting a little getting a little worked up just thinking about it. I, it's, yeah, I know. Oh. That gets you hot. What does she think about this? About your fantasy? Well, um, she we we talked about it at, at length. Usually, when we've been drinking, um, she likes she loves wine. So basically. I'll just give her some wine, and uh, then I'll have a couple, you know, gin and tonics, uh, uh, a couple Zimas, a couple things like your Grey Goose, and um, we'll just sit there and talk about it, and, you know, all of a sudden, here now, she wants to really, you know, well, she'll say, you know, I'm interested in trying maybe one guy. Right. With with a big, you know, and and so... um, no, but, absolutely. But always leads to us having sex. Uh, I'll take off. I sleep with a CPAP mask, and so. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, and so we'll 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 end up having sex, and it's just oh, it is. I am. I literally, it's like a hammer when when we fall. Right, you're hard as a rock, and it just gets you off. Now, how is this? Have you ever? Um, experienced this before with, say, another woman before your wife? 
Uh, oh, no, I never have. Okay. I never have. Basically, this kind of just started, um, um, oh, I'd say within the last couple of years. I was, what? I was listening to, oh, go ahead. I'm oh, no, go ahead, Chris. You were listening to, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just, I, I was, I was, I was listening to a, a, a forum in which um, these four guys they were they were talking about their sexual escapades. Um, sure. One of them, um, one of them, and uh, his name is Chris. He was talking about this and how how he had done this with his wife, um, and so that's what kind of connected me to their forum. I thought, you know, I, I thought, started talking with my wife about it after that. It seemed very erotic to me. It was almost like they planted the right. And, um, so yeah. No, so that now, do you think this is a, a fetish for you or no? What? Oh shoot! Oh, let me get him back on the line. I apologize. I think I lost him. Uh, I apologize. This is Greg Tuszynski, Detroit's love guru. Um, coming to you live from Detroit. Let me try to get him back on the line. And I know the special caller was... Oh, hello. Oh, shoot. Great technical. <laughs> How professional is this? Okay, let me uh, I'll get him back on the line. Okay. We'll get Chris back on the line. One moment. Please state your name after the tone and Google Voice will try to connect you. Greg? He's got Google Voice. Your call is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Chris. This is uh, Greg Tuszynski, Detroit's Love Guru, calling you back. I apologize. I accidentally disconnected you. So if you want to call back, I know that was not intentional, so I apologize. I'd love to be able to help you out a little bit more, and I'll try to uh, touch on this as well. Um, so we'll get back. Hopefully... Chris uh, will call back and pretty soon. And we're talking about when we get into the fetish aspect. Oh, we got another call. Welcome. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. May I ask? uh, (laughs) You don't have to give us a call. Sorry. Oh, is this the special guest caller? (laughs) Yep, this is a special guest. Sweet. Do you want to be anonymous? No, I don't care. Okay. This is Miss Vicki Lee, famous artist. Ooh, and poet. <laughs> Welcome. We were. I don't know if you were listening to the show. We're talking uh, a gentleman called in, and I think it's like a fetish. Did you hear any of that, Vicki? 
No, no, I know. I'm sorry. And I accidentally, when I went to go sort of text message you to say, can you call in in about five minutes? I accidentally disconnected him (laughs) and Uh talking about, no, not your fault. It's mine. It's my (laughs) fault, Vicky. And he was talking about, you know, he wants basically his wife to be gangbang. It's a fantasy. And he wants to watch her eyes, as he put it, eyes rolled in the back of her head and everything. So, Chris, if you want to call oh, back, wow. we'll, yeah, we'll get into that. We have a Shauna, who's a follower of the show. Actually, she called in last week, um, which is much appreciated, talking about um, her first husband was in a sex swap, wife swapping, all that. Mm-hmm. It does destroy a lot of marriages. And as I said, you have to be very confident in the love that you share. Um, and like I mentioned before, I accidentally cut you off, Chris. I apologize. Is um, Hi, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Chris, from Miss Vicky. And... <laughs> We, um, you have to be very confident in the love that you have for each other. You might think you are strong, but when you get in a situation where you are wife swapping or, you know, you're getting in, you want your wife in this situation to be gang banged and, you know, that gets you off and gets you rock hard or like a hammer you mentioned that you have to look at the consequences of that and is that going to destroy any emotional trust and sanctity within your marriage so that would be my advice for you if you're both for it then you know what have at it that's i'm don't have a problem with that i'm all about i'm not into that on an individual basis by any means um i'm one-on-one how vanilla is that right how boring i'm one-on-one that's what i want i'm one-on-one i'm not into threesomes whatever but who is that to say you know, you get into that, you know, but I look at the consequences of that with couples that are, like I said, swingers in the relation, are swingers in a marriage relationship, bisexual couples, open marriages. And I look at the main issues that go on and insecurities that it creates. Um, So Chris, you know, my best to you, if you want to call in again or, you know, email me, at, or you can even text me at 313-614-9498 or email me at greg, G-R-E-G, at theartofrelationships.org. Oh, sorry for putting you on hold, Vicki. Oh, we want to talk okay. about... Actually, I know I'm dying to talk. I know, I cool. I want to hear it. Now, and Shauna is patiently waiting, too. Oh, and. Oh, she's on live chat, and she is, she says she loves emotionally expressive men, and you're, I got this show's topic, actually, this is your fault, Um, (laughs) and talk about a post that you put on, which is cool, nothing is sexier than a man who admits he wants you and does anything and everything he can to have and to keep you. Now, what happens if he's like that, Miss Vicky? And in the morning, okay, I had you, I kept you for a night, now I'm done. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. You, you didn't, <laughs> <laughs> how, 
Vicky, and how you put the not to put you on the spot. We're chatting on Facebook, whatever, yeah. and you put me. How did you put this that you want to challenge me? Didn't you? Uh-huh. Is that how you put it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I said I was up to the challenge. Up to the challenge. The there you go. Show. Well, I want to hear um, your insights, Vicky. Because well, can I first of all can I comment on Chris's Chris's? Um, oh, I'd love uh, it. Hell, hell yeah. Yeah, you know. I think that if two adults are consensual and confident and secure in their relationship and they're both into that, I don't care what anybody does in the bedroom, you know. However, if if one of you is not into that and you kind of encourage them to do this and it's not their thing, I think you could be very emotionally damaging. So, I mean, I think that's just a fine line. You have to be careful with that. But if you're into that, hey, but if the other person isn't, it's not going to work, in my opinion. You know what, Vicky? I agree with you. And even I see a lot of couples that, you know, they're both down for whatever, bringing a third in, be it another woman, another guy, whatever. And after the fact, it's like it just, yeah. one of them might be okay it with, with it. Your, both of them, they head. regret it. And all of a sudden it creates a big divide between them. And that's where I forewarn people you have to look at the consequences, and a lot of you're going to do whatever you're going to do, anyways. And right. but you don't. It's something like I tell people, and you know this, Vicky, and I know Sean on live uh, chat and everything knows hi, this Shauna. too. <laughs> uh, ah, Vicky says hi, Shauna. Um, that you look at the situation to where, you know, you don't know, you know, you can read every book on parenting. You can read every book on having a happy, passionate marriage. And you really don't know what's going to happen until you're living it, right? Right. So and I, actually, it, I, I also think that the bottom line, everybody has a heart. Everybody has to define love for each other, you know, what it is to each other, what it means together, separate, whatever, because... Ultimately, you know, you bring a third party in and stuff. Everybody still has a heart, and I, you know, I think. Do you that think people, so? I know I some I women out people... there that I tell you, Vicky, they're cold. I'll say what really? they just want physical pleasure. They don't want emotion. Oh, I, I, I can't um, relate to that. I can't. That's relate to good that at for all. you. I'm a very emotional person. So. You know what? That's um, and it I comes suppose, out. You know, that's probably. On both sides. Oh, there's a lot of cold men out there also. Oh, I agree. I agree. Oh, um, I guess. No, I, I agree. And I think you're, oh my God, how can I say this? Your passion and your heart and your soul for people in general, it comes out so much in your, your work, your poems, your poetry, and especially in your art. Um, you want to give a plug for yourself? Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't Please. know because I don't really plug. I don't really plug myself. Yeah, um, but if I well, were, I guess I would. You're not in the self gratification, huh? No, no, yeah, well, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but, um, but you know, I don't. I don't really care about you know making the sales or whatever. I just whatever. I, know. I just do what I do because it makes me feel good. So you're I don't humble. care about the plug. You're... But if I were, I'd say. Please. <laughs> Go to iHeartist.com. I'm, an, I'm a hardest, I say. I do everything with my heart. So. Now, can, I, I can you spell that out for the listeners? Sure. www.iheartist.com. 
Awesome. And I'll put that on there as well. I think that's cool. Thank you. And, oh, Shauna says uh, hi, by the way, on the live chat. I know you're talking on the phone. You're not going to be able to probably see her. And I'm wondering where everybody else is on the live chat this evening. Now, what... What I know has... I miss the live chat because I like to interact with everybody. I know it's cool. Comments. I like the live chat a lot. Oh, that's all. I love it too. And Spreaker, it works well. It works pretty well. Yeah. And I, I love it too. They uh, sometimes, as you know, people following the show for a while. Yeah, Greg, quit paying attention. Live chat, you get distracted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do. <laughs> But I want to know. Yeah, but it's fun. Oh, it is fun. It's a lot of fun. And I don't know. Last, I know summer vacations and everything. There have been uh, a lot of people listening, but in the live chat, I don't know if they're shy, um, whatever. There's not a lot of people in the live chat the last week and this week. So hopefully we'll pump it up a little bit. Um, Now, with your – you want to – the challenge or up for the challenge with this and do you <laughs> firmly was just to call in <laughs> i know i know that's all it was and i said <laughs> i know i'm giving you a hard time um no. i know you when are. um when you, you posted <laughs> it I, well never hey baby no. Whatever. Okay, <laughs> no. nothing is sexier than a man who admits he wants you and does anything and everything he can to you and to keep you. And we were going back and forth on Facebook. And if Shauna is still in the live chat, I'd love her to chime in. Or uh, we might even be able to do, uh, <laughs> don't get this going, a three-way call. Not <laughs> anyways, because I said I'm not, no into, I'm not into a three-way. Um, but a three-way calling where, um, is it true? And my comment was, you know, why is it that women end up with guys, and I hear this all the time, they're, they're attracted to these bad boys or these guys that don't express themselves emotionally. They don't express what they want, need. They don't express themselves romantically, verbally, affirmations, compliments, whatever. And they love it at first, but as time goes, right. 10 years, you know, 15, 20 years, I hate this. They don't do this. But, boy, you were just drawn to him, oh, like a magnet. So what changes right. do you think, Vicky? What, what do you think sort of changes from that aspect? I just think it's probably mentally and emotionally draining. I don't know. I think it, I think it, a lot of people are attracted to that in, you know, the beginning of a relationship or when they first meet somebody. Um, but I think that's the chemistry at work and, um, you know, the sexual vibe between them. But beyond that, you know, after a while, it's just too much work dragging out, you know, well, how do you feel about me or how, you know. And some women, like, actually thrive on hearing that stuff, so they need that, and they don't get that. And, you know, at first it's a challenge. We always want to change men, and, you know, oh, well, he's going to fall so in love with me, he's going to change. But I think ultimately it's just draining, so. Draining to get... (laughs) Okay. It's it's draining. Emotionally draining. draining. It's draining on you emotionally. Like, you can't keep, like, um, trying to drag things out of somebody else. You know, even though you were fully aware of the fact that this person didn't do this, 
you know, when you got together. In sure. The beginning. You know, at, at first, it's, I think it's just the chemistry working. It's your physical attraction or your vibe or whatever chemistry you have going on. Because I really believe in chemistry. I believe that we're all chemical beings and that people, you know, certain chemistries, sense, um, body fluids, whatever, interact and, you know, they're more apt to work with certain chemistries than others. And I think that, you know, that can only last so long, though. You know, it's like anything. You become immune or um, you build a tolerance up. And uh, beyond that, then it just becomes work. No, I agree with you, and um, I'm trying to figure... Oh, Princess Foo is on. Uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> Princess Foo, if you're listening, Vicky uh, says hello. You guys chat back and forth on the live chat, too, so welcome. And, oh, Princess Foo would uh, freaking love hearing Chris calling about the fetish. <laughs> about the fetish and stuff. She would have went freaking nuts on that. Um Shauna just mentioned, I want one man, but I'm pretty damn good at making it exciting to a man that is emotionally mature. Shauna, I agree, except the man part. I want a woman. I don't want a man. <laughs> I don't roll that way. Um, no, that is cool. And Shauna's trying to describe or trying to help me how to add a call or whatever and um, trying to get her on here too. So what... Miss Vicky, do you think that you, um... Oh, hello? Oh, I think you lost me. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Hold on. Oh, hello? Got I'm me? I'm here. I'm still here. I oh, on. sorry, Vicky. I, I think when I was trying to add okay. a call, um, I think that's what I think I muted. It somewhat automatically mute you too. Uh, Miss uh, Vicky, actually it was a fetish where the gentleman wanted uh, his wife basically to get gang banged. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Um, to get gang banged um, while he <laughs> watches. And That's pretty harsh. Huh? That's pretty harsh. You know? That is pretty you harsh, know, but you know, would it work? Is that I, the proper you know tune? I think, I Go think ahead. that men like that because they like to see other men, um, like, attracted to their wife or enjoying their wife. Like, here's my trophy. Look at my trophy. Here's my wife. Other people love my wife, love my trophy. I think that's what the psychological thing behind it is. You know what? I don't know the right terminology, but... Vicky, that is a very interesting point. Do you think it's that, or do you think it's actually... I have a different twist on this. You know, is it that, okay, there's no way I can give my wife all this pleasure, and therefore I want to give her that? Do you think it's insecurities? That, no, no. Who wants to be gangbanged by a bunch of dirty men? What was that? I mean, I'm one on... <laughs> I said, no way. I don't think it's that at all. I think no? I think they take pleasure... I don't. I don't think it's that they can't give their wife that certain pleasure. I think they they take pleasure in showing off their wife, or that other people, you know, Ooh. enjoy their wife, or think their wife is beautiful or sexy, and want to, you know, have sex with their wife. That is a uh, very very interesting take on that. I'd love to hear what Shauna's take on. I don't think it's a power this. thing. You don't think it's a power thing? No, not a I power. I said like, an insecurity thing. Yeah, with yeah. him. I don't. 
I don't think it's that either, because if you're that insecure, you don't want any other man pleasuring your woman, because she might leave you for them then. <laughs> <laughs> what I... Oh, you know what? That's the good point. So maybe he's like, oh, you know what, as long as she's pleased and whatever, she's going to stay with me. Now, <laughs> Princess Fu, Vicky, hey. I don't know if you remember how Princess Fu is a bit. She just wrote on the live chat, I can... I can get off thinking about being gang bang. Oh, great. Princess Fu, you should, you should have freaking been listening when, uh, Chris called and I accidentally disconnected him and I was hoping he would call back. Um, that would have been cool. <laughs> um, and Shauna just mentioned. Hey, if she likes it, that's her well, thing. I, you know what? That's, people know me. If it, doesn't hurt you, doesn't hurt anybody else. You are both consensual adults. Hey, you know what? Have at it. Um, exactly. Shauna mentioned, I have dated a guy that said he was willing to let his wife be with other men on video. And I think it was an insecurity thing on his part just to keep her. Now, that's basically what I was saying. Um, you know, is it because, because she wants to be with other men, then why are they together? I mean, that's a good point. Because allowing her to be with other men allows him to sort of keep her too. Right. I don't know. It, it, it's, I guess again, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it because it's not my thing. No, it's not my thing either, Vicky. It is hard to wrap your head around. But you look at, I think, you know, I said about the insecurity thing, and Shauna brought that up in the live chat. And I also think it could be, like Shauna brought up when Chris was on the phone, about a fetish thing. And sometimes they're just looking at the fetish aspect and being able to get her off, gets him off, gets him, as he said, hard as a hammer, that, you know, is it a fetish thing? Usually fetishes. They need something, right? An inanimate object or maybe a fetish wanting his wife to get game bang, whatever, in front of him while he watches usually is needed to be able to get off, to reach climax, to reach an orgasm. It's a necessity. So it would be interesting to know if, you know, he was able to get off, reach orgasm, you know, during sex one-on-one with, his wife. That'd be interesting to know. Right. Um, yeah, it could be a fetish thing, yeah. It, it could be. I, I think it, what Shauna brought that up uh, a while ago, I tend to agree. I think it is. Um, Princess Fu mentioned, <laughs> I said thinking. I don't know if I actually do it would be as hot. <laughs> it could. We all have, you know, sexual fantasies, whatever, but they can be a fantasy. Doesn't mean we actually want to act them out okay um another individual you know brought up on chat mentioned i had a threesome when i was younger i just felt dirty afterwards i hear this a lot it seemed exciting at the time i'm still friends with both of them now now that's just weird no i'm teasing but (laughs) i'm like how how close of friends are you with them now (laughs) but it just never happened again we all agreed it was dumb to us when you're younger um are you talking like a year ago younger (laughs) as an adult are you talking when you're a teenager 
um, early 20s, whatever. Um, well, how old is she now? Yeah. And you run into situations, I'm not, yeah, <laughs> run into situations where, you know, individual mentioned that the guy did was extremely desperate to save his marriage. He thought his wife was cheating and he agreed to allowing it destroyed their marriage. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is weird, very, I, I get that. But, oh, she was around 20, as she said. Um, oh, okay. When it was, happened. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, she can oh. hear you, Vicky. Everybody can hear you. Oh, oh woohoo. Woohoo! You're, yeah, you're famous in your own mind. I can't, <laughs> I can't hear anybody, so I feel like it's just me and you. So no, I feel like it is. Right now, you can't hear anybody. It is just you and yeah. me. So people are on it's chat. One on, that's we're what one I'm, on one right now. Ooh, baby. <laughs> talk, talk dirty to me or as you always say Greg <laughs> colorful language <laughs> I know I'll, I'm a little I don't know would you say raw at times eh, yeah maybe that's all right that's all right Raw's okay are I you blushing like raw with honesty are you I blushing right now Vicky I think I might be oh sweet Hold on, I gotta take another <laughs> break. Go to the bathroom for a minute. No, Auntie, that's just wrong. <laughs> I think, but don't you? Don't it is wrong. Don't you equate like raw emotions with like honesty? That's Absolutely. Why I, like, that's, I think that's why I like you because I like you're so honest about it. You don't beat around the bush. You're not no. trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. No, I don't like so that, bush. And I wish more people would listen in. <laughs> I hope so. There, wish, there's a lot of people I that listen, people in. listen in because. They do, yeah, they, but they need to live chat, and they need to, I would love that, to have more interact. people in live chat and interaction and live calls and all that stuff, and we'll get there. I think a lot of people, you know, they might be shy, they might be, a lot of people also, I don't want to listen to this because I might think this is going on. It's a, a lot of people have a hard time expressing their needs, um, you know, their needs, their wants. They don't want to cause conflict or arguments in the marriage or relationship, and then they shut up. They don't. So when a lot of people listening to the show, I forget, I got to get stats. I get weekly stats. People, more people, you know, there's a lot listen live. There's a lot of people that listen to the recorded versions. Um, So I... I'm all about people sharing and trying to get more people involved. Absolutely. And that's why I said about people being anonymous. And I say that every show, I protect their privacy if they want that, you know, I'm all about that. And with me, I am, I am honest. I'm blunt. I'm to the point, but I'm also a compassionate, empathetic, can be a smart ass big time, but I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I can not sugarcoat anything and still be, um, compassionate, not pathetic, you know? Um, and I also can be, if someone's acting like a three-year-old, I might say, you know what, maybe you need to stop acting like a three-year-old and it might piss them off, hurt their feelings. Personality. You have a strong personality. Uh Is that good or bad? Not everybody has that. That's okay. It depends. You just got to keep it in check. But uh, what it's the good. hell does that know. mean? <laughs> I got to keep it in check. I also, believe it or not, not, I also have <laughs> a lot of people. It's funny. And I, I mentioned this on the show before. Um, 
and people that know me and students, whatever, whatever, former clients, whatever, listen to the show, they know me and they can't believe I used to be shy. I used to be a doormat. They think I'm lying to them when I tell them this. I said, no, it's true. You know, a strong person. I, I don't know if I've ever been told I have a strong personality. Huh. See, but I don't know you outside of like the elements. Well, I That's might. I can be. I, you know, yeah, I don't I might know be. you from your past. <laughs> I might be. I I might have a strong person, maybe assertive personality versus being strong. Maybe I don't know. Well, this turns, okay. This, this now, turns into let's let's critique. Let's critique. Oh, we might have to have a show on that. Oh, God. Now, everybody will chime in on that. Now, getting back to um, Shauna mentioned, and I want to get Princess Fu on here, if she's still on the chat, too, about expressive, verbally or emotionally expressive men. Do you love that? Or is there a point where a man can be too emotionally expressive? What about you, Vicki? Um, I think there's a fine line. I think it depends on your chemistry. Um, and I don't know. I, I like emotionally expressive men because I have, for whatever reason, I have my own, you know, need to feel wanted and desired Absolutely. and whatever, for whatever reason. So I, I like that, but I don't want, I don't want like a crybaby man. <laughs> See? You know what I mean? Like, I want somebody to be able to tell me they love me and they want me and oh my God, they want to take my clothes off. <laughs> but I don't want like somebody you know, crying on my shoulder about whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? About a hangnail? Yes, exactly. I was trying to think of something like that. Yes, a hangnail. Oh, uh, oh yes. I want, I want a man. I want a man who can handle a hangnail. <laughs> <laughs> as as Shauna mentioned, yes. You know, when I put, I, I put on chat... You know, the question I asked you, Vicky, too, can a man be too emotionally, oh my God, I spelled it wrong. Anyways, can a man be too emotionally expressive? And Shauna put, yes, he can be a pussy and a titty baby. <laughs> and Prince, <laughs> Princess Fu put, yes, sometimes guys can be a little too girly that way. And I know Princess Fu, we, you and I talk privately about that. Uh, topic, if you will, too. Um, I can't handle men who cry about everything. I agree. Now, I, I tell this when emotionally expressive men, you know, women want guys that can be able to be emotionally, they can cry, they can, you know, be strong, be brave, be protective, be emotionally expressive, what they want, what they need. And men, we're supposed to know when the hell they want it, exactly where they want it, and in perfect timing. And I said, we're screwed. <laughs> how in the hell do we are. determine this? Right? Miss Vicky, I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you, no, you guys are screwed, but you know what I have to say about that? <laughs> no, not in a good way. If there's, if a man is, it's a fine line, like I said, it, it all depends on your chemistry, I think. If a man is a big crybaby, that's a turn off, but also, like, if he's not emotional enough, like me in the past, and I, I'm talking in regards to my marriage, and this is horrible, this is going to sound really horrible, but it's the truth. Like, I have, my husband is not really an emotional person. Okay. He's not expressive like that. I've seen him cry one time when his grandmother died. So there are times 
in our 20-year history that I have gone to such extremes to evoke an emotion out of him, anything, and it just makes me a raging bitch because I'm just trying to get get something out of him that I'm going to the extremes, it's, like whatever, screaming, you know, screaming match or whatever, just to get something out of him, right. anything, you know, and that's Because bad too. if he fights back or expresses, it means he's care. He cares. And if you... Well, it's he's my funny. husband. He should care. I, well, I would agree, but not only caring, but expressing that and showing that, Vicky. And yeah. what happens, yeah, I, I get a lot of women that, you know, you hear about the nagging bitch, always criticizing, always bitching, you know, yeah. whatever. And the men withdraw. They don't want to deal with that. And it's, it's funny how many women do that, and they don't even mean to do it. But the underlying issue, they're trying to do it to shake up the guy to get a response. Because if he doesn't fight or argue, whatever, that means he doesn't care, right? So exactly. the women, they panic. And then they when, they panic. Do, when you do break them yep. down, they back, then you back off. You're like, okay, he's real again. You know? Right, right. But it's a horrible way to do it. It it's is. It's horrible and, to have to do that. So. And I agree. This topic is so subjective because um, who mentioned – oh, here we go. Foo, sorry. Who mentioned this a uh, bit back in uh, live chat, and I agree with this, and I, I'd love to hear Shauna's aspect and you too, Vicky. I think it's a little harder for women that are more aggressive. Do you think – now, I want to know your take on – that food. Now, is it harder for women to be with that are aggressive to be with emotionally expressive men? I want to hear your take. You know, women that are maybe more colder, more assertive, more aggressive in a relationship. Do you think it's harder for them to be with men that are emotionally expressive? Are you asking me? I'm asking anyone. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging, people. I'm asking I think, anyone. I think <laughs> I think if they're cold, if they're uh, a very aggressive and cold person, because sometimes people equate aggression with unemotional or cold people. I think that it could be hard for them to be with maybe an emotion, you know, like maybe a weaker male. Maybe they would need need a more dominant male. Um, you know what? To put them I in their know. place, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Get over <laughs> here. Like to be put in their place a you little know bit. what? Get exactly. over here, little, bitch. You know, I'm going to spank right. you. How would you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <You> need discipline. <laughs> I need discipline. Some get over here and that, get like, on your knees right now. Right? <laughs> you're going to please me and you're going to love it. <laughs> I need a bathroom break. <laughs> uh oh, you need. Uh oh, food. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there is, oh, God, here we go. Princess food. This is so subjective of a subject. Everybody's different. And you need to hit on what works for you and what you want um, from your man. And also, I, I get this, you know, from guys that women, they don't talk, they don't want to. Hurt their feelings. They don't want to start an argument. So same thing with guys. Say girls, they don't express anything. They be cold, whatever. Uh, Princess Fu. Now, this is very subjective, and I agree with this. There is a difference between being emotionally expressive and then for a man to be girly. Is there? And is that up to each 
you know, each their own, if you will. And Shauna mentioned, yeah. I'm, I'm very aggressive. I'm very, I'm a, what? Oh, I'm a very cold and become very cold with a little bitch in some places. Is that where, and I know, Shauna, I definitely get that. I definitely see that in you when we talk and stuff. Now, do you need a man to put you in a place? Or if you're in that mood and he is, oh, please, baby, don't be that way. Don't be mad at me. Can you, um, or do you say, you know what? You need to stop being a bitch to me. Ooh. Does that turn you yeah, on? Yeah, she needs a man to put her in her place. I agree. That's what, what a... she needs because she probably thrives on, like, you know, playing on his weaknesses. I agree with that. Sure. And I, I think she will, um, they devour. And I think when aggressive women, oh, my God, Cynthia, hello. Oh, my God, Cynthia would have loved the first topic, too. Um, about fetishes. <laughs> oh my God, Cynthia and Princess Fu would have jumped all over when Chris called. Um, anyways, welcome, Cynthia. We're talking about emotionally expressive men. Do women get turned on by them, get turned off by them? And is there a, like Shauna mentioned, about I need someone in the middle? Only in the bedroom do I need a man to put me in my place. Ooh, sounds like foo. Are you like that, Vicky? I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) She was distracted. I'm not even going to ask what you're doing. Um, No, Uh, Shauna mentioned only in the bedroom do I need a man to put me in my place. Ooh. Ah, Well, is she she in a relationship now? I don't know. No, it doesn't matter. Say if you are in a relationship. Uh-oh, did I lose you, Miss Vicky? I'm here. I'm trying, I'm trying to fix my phone. Oh, sorry. Okay. I'll let you do... Okay. No, no, that's okay. Oh, okay. Was, I went into the bathroom to get ready for work, and I said we broke up. Oh. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, Can cool. Can you hear me? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Now, do you get, um, you know, is there... Going back to Shauna's aspect, only in the bedroom do I need a man to put me in my place. Some women want a man to take control. How many women want a guy to take control, but then complain that he's too controlling? I'm guilty of that. (laughs) Oh, thanks for being honest, Vicki. And how many women are out there that want a guy take control, but then make a decision? Okay, we're going to eat here. I don't want to go there. Well, too bad. I made a decision. Quit your bitching. (laughs) Right? Do you want a guy like that? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Do you want it? We are so screwed, guys. Right? (laughs) Where the hell? We're seeing guys this evening. We had one guy, Chris, called in about uh, a fetish wanting his wife to get gang-banged. Um, now, where's uh, the guys at? Damn it, in live chat. I'm waiting for Wait, the midnight I crew. Something. Please. I have something to say. Please. Um, I, think with, I think that with, like, anything, you want a controlling person until you get it. Once you get it, 
you want it for you like it for a little while, but then you don't want it anymore. I just think that's human nature. It's, it's about conquering things and, you know, you want this person to be more controlling in your relationship and you like it at first, but then once you get it, you're like, oh, well, that wasn't so great. You know what? <laughs> now he's telling me what to do. Vicky, I think that's a great point. Do you think a lot of women, they want a guy that can take charge, take control, make decisions, but then I hear it, they're married for a while. Greg, he's always been controlling, and it's like, okay, did you allow this? It was easy, and now you get more confident. You get more of a sense of self in you. Now you don't like this. The only thing that changed was you and your tolerance for that. And trying yeah, to get created your own monster. You know what? And then it causes a lot of problems in the relationship. And I find it's ironic how you see a lot of women that are sort of emotionally out of control, how they end up with someone that's very controlling. And then after a while, it drives them nuts. They look for that balance. They look for that centering. But once they have it, after a while, oh, my God, he's controlling, he's this, he's dead, he's not expressive. And you get in these situations to where um, it causes problems. See, guys, we're in trouble. <laughs> we have no <laughs> idea what women want, when they want it. <laughs> we have no idea what you guys want either. And oh, get into that, Vicky. Clue me in. Clue me in. <laughs> so let me tell you what the underlying problem is here in all Please. relationships. Please. Is everybody evolves and everybody changes and nobody wants to take acceptance of that fact or, or um, yeah, uh, responsibility for the fact that people change. And I don't, I've said this before, and I'm married, and I have been for a long time, that I don't necessarily know that people are meant to be together for their entire life. Our chemical, our, you know, our chemistry changes inside of our body on a day, this is a nurse's perspective, on a day-to-day, you know, basis, our electrolytes, our whatever. And so we're physically changing inside and outside, and we don't accept that. We try to make our, you know, put ourselves in this mold of what we think we should be or who we should be or how things are supposed to be, and I don't think that's the way it's supposed to be. But that's just my personal opinion. Ooh, that's a, you know what, that's a, and you know what, Vicki, we can have that as an interesting topic next week, maybe. Ooh. Oh, okay, yeah, I like that. You know that what, no, Vicki, that would be cool. All right, well, good. <laughs> Yay, Vicki. No, Vicki, I think that's, actually, that's an awesome topic. And I, I think. Well, I, you know, I see it. I see it in my, my nursing practice. You know, I see the, you know, the chemistries and people change. So how can you ignore that, that, you know, like today your potassium is whatever level and, you know, your fat content percentage in your body is this level. Like, and that has to have an effect on the way that, you know, you want one thing one day and you don't the next day. And, you know, who knows? I just think it's all chemical. Everything. You're just describing a female. Um <laughs> <laughs> day by day, it changes. No, when you look, I, I agree one. because you know estrogen levels. We can get thyroid problems. Yeah. We can get testosterone levels. Although the biochemistry aspects, and I get that, but I, I I think most problems I deal with in the relationship is that there is some truth, like you're saying, Vicky, about 
relationships, marriages, people grow apart because they become different people. You know, you've heard me say this on the show numerous times that we are not, the, when we're 30 years old, we're not the same people we were when we we're 20. And when you try to grow together as a couple and to meet their needs as you grow, that's awesome. But a lot of people, as you said, they can't do that, maybe because they're stubborn. They don't want to come out of their own comfort zone because this is what I'm used to and I'm going to stay like this. And you wanted this the first two years of our marriage or relationship and you change. You shouldn't have changed. I'm going to keep doing what you wanted. And it drives people nuts instead of evolving, growing together. And I think it's more on... Committed. Yeah, oh, absolutely. To, to grow together. You have to really have the other person's interest and best interest, you know, in mind, your husband, your boyfriend, whatever, to really grow and change together because we're just, we're selfish beings. I mean, look at Freud. I know, you know women are. Research. What? <laughs> oh, did that Freud's slip? Research. Look at all the research. They're, they're you know. Oh, you're bringing up Freud? <laughs> oh, my God. As he did a, a bunch of cocaine, and don't even get me going on this. I, Freud, I do believe in the person as far as the id, ego, superego. I think there's validity with that. Um, yeah. And Cynthia mentioned there is also emotional change. Absolutely. But many people want to avoid talking about those changes. Do you think that's true? I agree with that, Cynthia, that... Um, when she stated it, do you think the emotional cognitive changes the way you think? You know, we have different outlooks on the world as we grow and change. And I think the big thing is with couples is perceptions. And they keep looking at a right or wrong versus, you know what? I get where you're coming from. I don't agree or whatever. That that's where a lot of problems get into is misperception. So they keep viewing as a definitive right and wrong instead of a difference, instead of an individual difference and a difference of opinion, like it would be a friend or whatever. And all of a sudden they start looking at, oh my God, she don't think the way I do. Therefore, she's my enemy. She's not my soulmate or vice versa. And I think that as we evolve and grow, I think that's what starts a lot of the deterioration. Then we shut down. Then we're not verbally expressive. We don't feel emotionally safe. And let's face it, the shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Of course. I'm Detroit's love guru. No, <laughs> I'm being a smart ass. I'm you humble. I'm know. humble, too. Um, Shauna mentioned you should do a show on Facebook Obsession, ooh, and how it destroys relationships, <laughs> social media in general. I have a friend who goes to sleep every night while her BF stays up and is online all night. You know what, Sean? I can tell you how many people um, get hooked up with a fantasy realm um, on Facebook. They meet somebody or someone starts talking to them innocently, or not even innocently, forget that. <clears throat> They're looking for a fantasy. They're looking for this. They're missing something out of their marriage. Instead of working on that, they allow someone 
to creep in. Yes, creep in, start talking shit and smack to them. And all of a sudden, oh my God, I have this obsession. I want to talk to this person. And I know somebody that got out of a relationship in this situation and got used. Um, oh yeah, got used big time. And awesome plays the victim <laughs> role. And also, poor me, poor me, this happened, poor me. And it's like, really? <laughs> you need, you know, it's, oh, well. You get pumped full of shit, guess what's going to happen? It's got to go somewhere. <laughs> You're cracking me up, I'm sorry. Uh-oh, with um, my colorful language? <laughs> no, because I'm Facebook obsessed, and I totally... Oh, I yeah, I know you things. are. It's like, I totally relate. Yeah, I know. I know, I'm going to go I'm there. Relating. Um... <laughs> I, I'm on Facebook to, it, it's a way to help people, to believe it or not. Um, I'm all about, help, like you, Vicky, you like helping people. You're very kind to other people. And they, I'm all about helping people, trying to make people's lives happier, more maybe content, passionate relationships, of course, big time. That's why um that's why I'm on. Plus, let's face it, to market my business, sell my book, right. sees that total connection, achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave, available on Amazon.com. Okay, that's my plug for that. So I use it for marketing, too. I don't, you don't see really that much, if any, of my personal stuff on there. Not at all. Um, maybe no, some stuff. I don't know anything else about you, no. outside, but you know the little things you post on Facebook. Except I'm um, great and bad. I love pleasing. I'm a pro <laughs> at. I'm a pro, pro at oral pleasing. What else? I'm short. I'm bald. Uh, what else? <laughs> Smart ass. I can't spell. Bad grammar. Colorful language. <laughs> what else? I'm broke. Uh, what else? No. Um, Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia just mentioned on live chat, I just told John, her husband tonight, I wanted to talk. He said, we talk every day. As true as that is, the last few years have been the same talks. Everything is changing for the better at the moment. I'm ready to talk about life again. Um, you know why? That's it. Things evolve. Things change. And one thing I... I had a thing I gave couples. I wanted them to do once a month. And I found another one. I, oh, I forgive me. I can't remember her name. Um, I adapted some of her stuff, and she calls it a full moon ritual that you do. It's an assessment once a month, and we change. We grow. Not an assessment. It's almost like a relationship check-in. You know, are you feeling loved? Have you done anything? Whatever, you know. It's keeping tabs on a relationship and making sure your needs are being met and being open with each other. And I think it's awesome. You know what? Um, I, I, I think it's great. I think that's a great idea. I don't know if you can hear me. I put you on speakerphone. Yes, I can, Vicki. I can still hear you. I think that's a great idea. Uh, uh, check up. Like a marriage checkup. Check yes. In. Check Absolutely. And it's a once a month thing, status um, check that um, 
it helps people stay in check, see where you're both at in the relationship, not only in the relationship, but as an individual too. And I think that is so crucial that um, people need to, they need to allow the person to grow and to grow along with it and to adapt. You know, and a lot of people, and you touch on this, Vicky, and I think a lot of people attest to this, a lot of people like the comfort and they don't want to grow. They don't want to change. You know, there's some comfort in that. And I posted on Facebook about, um, God, what was it? Something about there's some comfort even in the uneasiness and the unhealthy. People? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Vicky. No, that's okay. What about people who, like, you try to talk to them and they just, you know, you're not talking at them, you're trying to talk to them about how they feel and, and they just kind of shut down and, you know, <clears throat> um, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't, um, they get hurt. Like, they just get hurt so easily if you, you know, if you try to express anything that could be um, viewed as negative in the relationship, even though you're not trying to make it look negative. No, you're that's just, a like, good point. You're taking care of too. And I, I did. Like, a, how do you handle that? No, I agree, Vicky. And that's the way I try to teach them. And I try to. You've heard me say this. I try to build up the self-esteem, confidence of each individual at the same time as helping with the marriage or relationship. I think it has to happen that way. Okay. Um, when you become okay. stronger, you become more confident. You don't get so defensive as you're talking about, right? So what happens is that I see this with both genders, but honestly more with women. If a guy disagrees with her, she gets very combative, very defensive, or will shut down. And you know what? He, he thinks I'm stupid. He thinks I'm not smart. Uh, he wants to leave me, wants to abandon me. No, we just disagree with you. And when we say something, yeah, I'm not talking about being an ass, uh, being a jerk and, you know, you dumb. No. You know what, hon? It hurts. I try to get people to maybe soften their approach, to speak from the heart for one thing. And the one, as you said, that gets maybe defensive, shuts down, takes everything as criticism, they can't handle it. I want to strengthen them to look at, can you learn from that? What would it take for you to learn? You know what? I'm still okay. They have an issue with me. That's not all of me. That's only one aspect. And, you know, can I be confident enough to, you know, listen? And you know what? Okay, I got it. You don't feel loved by me instead of me getting defensive or bad or let's face it well I don't feel loved by you the tip for tat goes back and forth that happens a lot in my office and I try to get them to feel safe to take the hit and be confident enough to say you know what what can I do to maybe make you feel more loved or desired instead of getting defensive or shutting down you you just hit something on the net you just hit something for me um you said two things just now. You said safety and what can I learn from this? And yes. I've never taken that approach in my own marriage, and maybe I should. It's hard, Vicky. Huh? It's hard. It's hard, yeah. And I think that um, that I'm going to try that approach because 
I'm coming to you with, you know, maybe negative sounding things or things that I need that maybe I'm not getting from our relationship, but it doesn't mean I'm leaving you or it doesn't mean that I'm whatever, going anywhere or I'm putting you down. I'm just trying to express my needs, but maybe if I could make him feel safe and approach him and say, you know, what I want to do here is both of us walk away and learn something about each other instead of, you know, changing each other. I I so, completely agree, you and that you just talked to you just now. No, it's what You're I do. I, I I give a I adopted part mm-hmm. of um, got a Gottman John Gottman's um I call it um what do I call it a status report. He calls John Gottman calls it something else. It's like a true and false checklist, and I. I give him credit for, you know, parts adapted, from, inspired from Gottman is how I put on it to give him um, credit. But I sort of integrated a lot of my stuff into it. And it, it's a checklist. It's a true and false, you know, that you look at. If I don't feel desired, you know, I feel desired in this relationship, true or false, you know, um, our sex life is satisfactory, true or false. And this, as you know, Vicky, this can hit a nerve. Oh, my God, I can't believe you marked that. Yeah. You jerk, you're this. Well, you don't make me feel it turns into this. I said, no, I want right. you to learn and be confident enough to, you know what, if it's true or forget about that, that's easy. If it's false, you know, that might hit a nerve. Right. Now, what can we do? What can you do? Or what can I do to help you make that a true? Do you understand? And it can yeah. hit a lot of nerves with people. And I want you to be able to look at um, how do you accept, is it criticism? Or do you want to learn to love your person, your partner more? Do you want to get closer or do you want to keep that distance? And what can I do? I want to help you get more confident where you can look at it. It's not ripping you apart. It's not criticizing. It's wanting to get stronger. And I take that attitude. I, I firmly believe this ain't BS. I, don't, I can't BS my clients. I don't BS nobody. I firmly believe that this is how, you know, if you take this approach, you know what? you are going to get so much closer to each other emotionally. You're going to be able to be your own person, be independent, and be more confident. And you're going to have a better marriage or relationship. Is it easy? Not always. Yeah. Well, I, I like that approach, and I, I guess you just hit the nail on the head for me. You have to make your partner feel safe. Emotionally feel safe, like you're being yes. Criticized. Right, like, just because I'm telling you this doesn't mean we're breaking up or we're getting a divorce or I'm leaving you or I'm having an affair. It just means that I need these things. And Correct. And you need to learn it or you can, you know, shun it and then, you know, we'll stay stagnant. Absolutely. And the one, the big issue is, okay, what happens if that person doesn't want to evolve, change, or grow? And, you know what, say our sex life, is satisfactory and it's false and the other person doesn't care to make it a true or work on it or any aspect, then you need to reassess the relationship and look at, you know what, is this really, 
a relationship I want to be in or a marriage I want to be in. And as you know, Vicki, it's not easy. You know, you worry about the kids, finances, what would people think, family, all this stuff. And I had a client today that actually going through this situation now. Are you barking at me, Miss Vicky? No, my somebody's at my door though, so oh, I have sorry. to go. Okay, no, but, well, no, I'm, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Thanks. Thank no, you you're fine. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye bye. That was cool to hear from Vicky to call in, uh, Miss Vicky Lee. V I K K I L E E. Check her out on Facebook. Um, Tremendous, tremendous artist. And if you see some of my corny videos on Facebook, you can see, um, actually see some of her work in the background I have in my office that she donated to me, which is so cool. Um, I'm very thankful she donated to me, God, probably a year ago now. Um, They're black, red, white uh, abstracts, and they are just cool. Very cool. She does uh, phenomenal work. So make sure you check her out. She's a great lady. Uh, V-I-K-K-I-L-E-E. Okay. Um, So, you know, emotionally expressive, again, it's very, very subjective. And you have to look at what you want, what you don't want. And, you know, some people might find it to be a lot easier to be emotionally expressive, man or woman, when it is maybe... They're critical. Yeah, I'll tell you what I want thing. But when it's matters of the heart, where the vulnerabilities hit, where they might feel weak. Let's face it, vulnerable, weaker. Oh, my God, if I tell her or him I'm madly in love with him or her, um, oh, my God, my life would be totally destroyed without you. Oh, my God, if I say that, that's going to put me in a vulnerable spot, and it's going to make them have this power over me. No, you can have that power over yourself still and still be able to love that person and give that, be expressive to that. But you're also going to demand, maybe command, that you're going to be respected, loved, desired, cherished, and made to feel important in return too. That your needs, and that's where self-love comes into. And I think, I can't remember, Princess Fu, Cynthia, or Sean on the live chat mentioned um, that before in the live chat, that self-love is all part of it, to be able to grow and evolve, you know, as a person. To be comfortable, mostly expressing your love for one another, okay? (sighs) Okay, Um, happy Wednesday, happy Hump night, everybody. Uh, I'm going to say good night. Uh, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure to check out my website, the art, A-R-T, of relationships, that's plural, dot org, the art of relationships, dot org. There's links uh, to my book, Seize That Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and Sexual Relationship You Crave. It's available on Amazon. There's a lot of information about me, about me, some very flattering, uh, very humbled um, testimonials from clients, too. I'm very humbled by that. And check me out on Facebook. And my passion is to help people have 
a closer, more emotionally passionate love life and actually a lot more closer, more passionate and confident relationship with themselves as well, okay? Everybody, have a good night. Thank you so much for listening. Everybody on the live chat, and of course, thanks for the phone calls this evening. Everybody, take care. Peace and love. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show on the podcast Detroit Network.